It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. This episode of the E-Commerce Minute is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you're back in business in no time. And for being a loyal E-Commerce Minute listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you'll never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SendPro Online. Starting at $4.99 a month, you can qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print labels right from your PC. So go to pb.com slash minute to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash minute. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. It's e-commerce minute episode 587. In today's episode, Google buys Fitbit for $2.1 billion. Billion with a B. Just days after Reuters first reported that Google had plans to acquire Fitbit, a deal has been reached. Google has announced that it's buying wearable company Fitbit for $2.1 billion with a B. The move comes as the company eyes up a piece of the crowded market for fitness trackers and smartwatches, which had previously been occupied by rival companies like Apple and Amazon. But as TechCrunch points out, the wearable industries is still a young market. And at a time when Apple has been seeing its strongest category growth in the division that houses Apple Watch, Google has never bowed out. In January of this year, the Android giant purchased a large chunk of IP from watchmaker Fossil for $40 million, which is a move that slowly led them to the Fitbit deal. The acquisition makes a lot of sense for Fitbit since their hardware chops have always been great and they have a lot to offer Google. Their strong technological background could give Google a much stronger foundation to build on for future Android integrated wearables devices. The company's strong focus on fitness tracking could also naturally be integrated into Google's existing Google Fit apps, offering Google a solid alternative to the Apple Watch's deep fitness tracking integration within the iPhone. But because Google has been the subject of antitrust investigations in Europe and the United States, there are regulatory and data protection concerns interwoven in the deal. In a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, the two companies said Google would pay Fitbit a $250 million breakup fee to the company if the deal fails to secure antitrust approval. The deal is expected to close at some point next year, pending the standard regulatory and stockholder approval. Bart, is this surprising to you or not? Nope, it is not. I didn't think it was either. No, it's not. Obviously, after them buying Fossil stuff, right? But also being the Android watch stuff on all these other watches right there's one you liked i don't remember which one it was there's a samsung or somebody had a uh a, a android watch that you like yeah i like the form factor on the samsung yeah um i know garmin has pretty good ones and garmin. um well that's like any any android stuff right there's so many different phones that you can put it on um obviously apple has like the big genos grip on smart watches um but i think fitbit always had a grip on um fitness type just of fitness vitus right Strictly um, fitness. yeah i mean they have the watch too um there's some smart stuff on it but i think there's i mean between i've had a fitbit um i had misfit uh weightings weightings is probably one of my favorite just because of the form factor of it um yeah the well the weightings let's, let's take a step back so the weightings watch in all these smart watch categories or fitness trackers or whatever, you have more of an electronic display, but the Y thing stood out because it was more of a traditional form factor in that you had a 
a traditional bezel with with a with the moving it like a, it just looks like a watch right it looks like a dress watch right which i always um, i always like that didn't like the notification so much i know when you had showed me your watch that was the only thing that, that was the second version the first version didn't have any right the first version just looked like a regular watch right right um but it's not surprising because google wants to get into that right apple basically has a hold on um all the health sort of you know they keep on upgrading their health stuff on their watches yeah. so I mean, what's next, right? Obviously, Google wants to get into that play, and that's just that's that's pretty easy. And I think, looking from Fitbit's perspective, they were sort of um, the last frontier as far as strictly fitness wearables. I mean, mm-hmm. look at some of the other things that were around, and even their device themselves were starting to look a little old in the teeth. And I think uh, just selling them would make sense at this point because I couldn't see. I mean, and I I had the the Fitbit watch that came out, the Versa. Yeah. Uh, I was not a fan. It was, it was, it looked like an Apple watch, but that's where the comparison ended. It had a color display, but it really fell short in was terms it, of the hardware. What's that? Was it the newest one? It was like a year and a half ago. I bought. Yeah. One. There's a, the newest ones it, I've looked at it. It's pretty cool. Um, but they make sense, right? Cause you buy fossil apparently has really, really, they, they bought fossil stuff with R and D stuff. Right. Um, so Fossil was putting in um, Android into their watches and doing some of the fitness stuff. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised that Google does release a good watch for them because if you look at it, they're releasing everything, right? Um, and I bet you it's going to be connected as an Android, but it's going to be connected to like the Chrome stuff that they all do. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because the, the Versa 1 was slow. It was a little clunky. Mm-hmm. It didn't always sync up right. But the Versa 2 that came out, that's got Alexa voice control. That's someone that just came out recently. Yeah. yeah and yeah. what's very appealing about it is the price. The price is, I mean, you can get a Versa 2 for like $200 as opposed to an Apple Watch, which you're at 249 and up and up and up. Mm-hmm. So they were definitely competing on price. And I know that people who were looking for the fitness and the sleep stuff, you could get into a Fitbit for 99 bucks, which was great. Unfortunately, everybody was really leaning towards, I want the watch. I want to watch. I want to watch. I don't want to wear this little strap anymore. I think that was just, I think that whole concept was just getting a little yeah, long in the tooth for consumers. And I think the Versa and the Versa 2 was, was, the, was their transition. Like I could almost see them saying, you know what, we're not going to make these little straps anymore. We're just going to be strictly a watch. It was the only way that they were ever going to be able to compete with Apple. That's yeah. my opinion. With the, with the funny thing is if you look at the Fitbit Versa 2, Amazon Alexa is built in. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so now they're going to have to like. So they're going to take that out. <laughs> yeah. And put okay, Google in. Put the Google assistant in there. Okay, and, Google. Uh, okay, Google. Trigger everything okay, off. Okay, Googs. <laughs> so let's talk about well, this. Although, hold on. The only the only fun part about this is all these fitness watches, right? They're like about movement and sleep, right? Does Apple have a built-in sleeper? Nope. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I understand why. I mean, from the beginning, because you're supposed to charge it overnight. Um, I mean, we use. The- yeah, see, I I do the opposite because my that that's one of the reasons. Well, that's one of the key reasons that I always liked having a Fitbit because I like to track the track the fitness obviously and the sleep so now with the apple watch i use the third party stuff and i just charge the watch and hopefully it'll charge while i'm taking a shower or doing something in the office and the charges are pretty quick and easy on it yeah yeah they they do charge pretty quick so that's that's a good thing but yeah you're right so the reason there's no sleep in there is because it expects you to be charging the watch when you're sleeping which 
I don't think a lot of people do. I think they do exactly what I just said. It's like they charge it when they can and then use it for, for sleep, for sleep analysis. Yep. Yep. I mean, I, I think for, I, I know you do the same exact thing as I do. I'd rather look at my sleep than my movement. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause um, movement, you really movement. It, you're going to move. You, you Listen, <laughs> you probably know how much you're going to move during the day, depending on what's on your schedule. Um, and there's not really a lot of times there's not much you can do about that. And they, they always said like the, the 10,000 steps was just 10,000 steps is just sort of like a, a made up barrier that they came up with. They don't even know that if it's 10,000 steps is good or bad or indifferent. And I think more times than not, I don't find myself trying to close my rings because if I'm having a crazy day or a crazy week, I'm like, I'm not even, I can't even look at it, but I know that I got to go to sleep tonight. And if I don't get a good night's sleep, I'm going to be miserable the next day. So I think sleep is actually more, a more important component when you come down to the features and benefits of having, you know, a smartwatch like that. I honestly have never had a smartwatch. I never, I've never got one, never used one. Don't know anything about it. What do you got a pocket watch, Brittany? You got a little pocket watch on a chain? She has a phone. I just like old-fashioned watches. Millenniums. With the hands on them. Oh, you got like a little watch? Like a little timing? So my weddings, I have it. I can show you. It literally looks like a watch. Yeah, let me see that one. Because the whole reason I haven't given in to the smartwatch ordeals, because I don't think they're stylish. I think they're kind of like gaudy looking. Well, they have definitely have a nerd appeal. Yeah. I just... The width, I mean, the... uh, Watches are like a nice accessory to me. Not so much of like my whole life is on my wrist type of thing, but I get it. I totally get it. It's just like not my jam. And like for the price point of them, I'm not obviously going to like give into something that's not my jam. Until yeah, it well, my jam. no, and I get it. And for what it's worth, I really kind of miss wearing a nice watch. But when I think about what I have to give up to instead of wearing a nice watch, I wind up just putting the smartwatch back on my wrist. I haven't bought a nice watch in three or four years now. Yeah, the only so at my wedding I had to find the charger for my wedding. So I have a nice, so I have a nice one. Remember that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, that's the only time I wore that other one with me. And that's yeah. the only time I ever really feel self conscious about wearing the Apple Watch because I'm I'm listen. I have a black. It's uh, the black watch with the black strap. You know, I'm stock everything. But it's like when you when I go to a wedding or something, I'm like, you know, I really should put like a, a regular watch on. But I'm like. But I want my notifications. I want all my fitness stuff on there. Yeah, I also. But the funny thing is, with the, I have a nice. You've seen my leather like, uh, sort of uh, bands and stuff like that. If you put a leather band on this thing and switch the the face to like the one of the nicer ones, looks great. Yeah, right. That's my thing. I like a circular face. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, this is like the nice, mm-hmm. you know. But the Y things is still. An actual mechanical watch, correct? And it's just got a little screen built inside of it? Uh, well, it depends which one you're buying. The one with the vacation, yes. But some of them are just pl- like the Whitening's Move, which is their cheapest version. Um, it's just a watch. Um, it's like right. their smallest. They the pul- the pulse. I didn't even see the pulse. The pulse reminds me of the old Fitbit charge. Yeah, but they have also an ECG one. You get the poles. Uh, the, st- the steel versions have like the, the notifications on. Right, so it's got a little screen on there. So this, so in the example given, it's showing the heart rate, but it's yeah, very so simple. Remember the first one? The first one I bought was the steel. That was the white face. You know, I had that for a long time, and it was great because it it just takes a regular battery, so you never have to charge them. So every six months, you just replace the battery. Right. Um, the HR because it has the face on it. It yeah, it just notifies you. 
fine. Thank you for tuning in to Watch Talk. This is our, <laughs> weekly, our weekly podcast about watches and watch faces. <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, we'll rename it. Thank you for listening to The Complication. It's a podcast about watches. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get a little excited. I've been into this for a while. so. What we should be talking about is all of the tea on these antitrust regulations and well, the privacy yeah. scare. That is interesting to me, and I don't really know a whole lot about it. On, on, the, on the watch stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand there's a thing if facebook released a lot oh, like God. nope no thanks <laughs> the same way they released a portal like the, the portal the thing i'm like nope, nope yeah, talk, talk about n- lack of self-awareness like yeah. facebook launching a camera that can see inside of your house yeah that sounds like a good idea that's exactly <laughs> what i'd want from mark zuckerberg uh, anyway so uh, we don't know what's going to happen with the Fitbit brand. Probably as Google usually does, it'll stick around for a year or so and then slowly fade away along with. I don't brand. think so on this one though. They might make a Google watch out of it, but I yeah. think as a, as a, a thing, cause they, they have a propensity of sunsetting stuff like crazy. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to wrap it into what they, they're trying to do. What we always say is they always sunset our favorite stuff. They buy it mm-hmm. and then they sunset it. Good night. Irene. Vine. C Vine, yeah. <laughs> well, that was Twitter. That, that was the dumbest Twitter. thing ever. That was yeah. the dumbest move ever. Idiot. Idiot that's, why, that's why we have a TikTok now. Idiot yeah. dumb. TikTok could never. Anyway. But they've heard our rant on this before. So let's talk about the stock price on September 20th. Fitbit was stock could be had for $4.10 a share, and that was way lower than it had been in quite a while. I don't have that exact stat in front of me. But on November 1st, Alphabet said, you know what, we're going to pay a premium. And that's what you usually have to do when you have to buy out a company like this. Uh, they paid $7.35 per share. So if you got in cheap, you made some money. But if you got in on the high end, wah, wah, wah. sorry, <laughs> thoughts and prayers. <laughs> you want to tell us about today's sponsor. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with Simpro Online from Pitney Bowes. With Simpro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. Schedule package pickups and track shipments from departure to arrival. And for being a loyal e-commerce minute listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Way print, send, and save without stepping foot into the post office. Starting at $4.99 a month, you can also... Save up to $0.05 cents every letter and up to 40% off USPS Priority Mail. Calculate exact postage online and print right from your PC. So go to pb.com slash minute to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash minute to experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Excellent. And we'll finish with a little uh, technology stat time. The Apple Watch now leads the market for wearable devices with nearly 38% share in the second quarter, according to data from tech analysis firm Canalys. Fitbit had the second highest share with 24.1%. That's pretty high. I didn't realize it was that high. How Google presents its search results could be subject to antitrust laws because it handles more than 90% of searches worldwide, according to some estimates. And the wearable technology market reached $23 billion in 2018 and is projected to more than double to $54 billion by 2023, according to a new report by Global Data. Guys, you got anything else on this one? Nope. Nope, nope. All right, we'll see what happens with Fitbit. Stay tuned. That's your e-commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet.
tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy. <laughs>